0: And racing. Welcome to the Dogcast for Greyhound Racing SA. Visit grsa.com.au. Yeah,
1: welcome to the latest edition of the Dogcast brought to you by Greyhound Racing SA. Uh, I'm your host, Bretton Yates, and joined, of course, as always, by the one, the only Greyhound Racing SA's uh, racing manager, Sean Matheson. And Matho, we have got a, a lot to get through here. Welcome.
0: Welcome, yes, Yatesy. Thank you for having us on the show here or the Dogcast. It's great to be here with you again. Um, Yeah, plenty to get through today. So many feature races running around uh, locally and interstate. Um, We'll touch on, obviously, the Mount Gambier Cup's going to be a highlight this Sunday with the Group 3 heats, but... Plenty of racing going on for yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll
1: have a look back as well. Uh, we had the Murray Bridge Cup final, yeah. which terrific crowd there. So looking forward to that. And uh, look, we've got some uh, some locals who are going to do some good stuff, possibly interstate. Uh, obviously heading to the uh, Golden Easter Egg at Wentworth Park, and uh, we'll also check out the uh, the launching pad at yep. Sandown. So we got uh, plenty to do. So stick around. Uh, up next, we'll look back on all things that have happened. The week in review. Our week in review is brought to you uh, by the Fresh Pet Food Co. Uh, they're proud suppliers of fresh pet food for our Gap SA Greyhounds uh, in the Gap Prison programs. They are based right here in SA. So uh, visit their website, Matho, visit uh, Fresh Pet Food Co. .com.au for more information. Um, so our review section mate we're going to get stuck into the uh, Murray Bridge Cup and yep. first of all like what a great crowd a really good night they yep. uh, the locals really support it um and a, a terrific race.
0: Yeah most definitely. I think um having the festival fun in the sun uh, a month ago it sort of encouraged people to get to Mount Ga- uh, to Murray Bridge sorry and yeah it was a great crowd on course um the, the car park was full. I think yeah. it's a really good indication. Right banked up to where the uh, the slipping track is. And, yeah, I mean, and it kicked off with uh, the straight track racing, which is always a great novelty on that night. But they were two high-class races. Um, as you mentioned, upstairs was full. Yeah. The weather actually wasn't as windy as what it can get there at Murray Bridge. It was a really nice day. So, yeah, I think... Um, the people up close to the fence and also in that middle section where they see the, the one turn um, yep. from the 680-metre boxes. So it was uh, really good to see a nice big on-course crowd.
1: Yeah, you're talking about the grassed area, yeah. like in between the straight track and, and yeah. the circle track. Yeah, uh, yeah, terrific night. Look, big night for Ben Rawlings. Uh, he mm. took out the feature race and he also took out the uh, the consolation, uh, which was the, the John O'Neill Memorial yeah. uh, on the night. Can you tell us a bit about that?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, obviously starting with Ben. I mean, probably he's he'd been getting a lot of winners, but probably the feature races haven't come. We know we've had such a purple patch of form over the past few years, uh, but it was great for him and the connections with Panorama, getting the job done in the Cup. Um, Tom Keeping for Lanigans ran a really bold race. And I think uh, Ben said it at, on the die set, um, just turning for home, uh, Panorama sort of cut down a little bit and Tom Keeping had to just stop his momentum yep. slightly which might have allowed him to pinch the brake, but full credit to Panorama. He he led him up and was there to be beaten and got the job done. Uh, Fantastic Dixie flashed home into third. Um, But as you mentioned, Ben Rawlings had a wonderful night. He also took out the consolation. Now, Yatesy, you're the race caller here, so you probably know that (laughs) dog's name better than me. Okeechobee Road. Okeechobee Road. Yeah. Um, And it was a really nice touch. Uh, The club named it after John O'Neill, who passed away, um, who's the brother of Brennan O'Neill who are the major sponsors with Dacia Irrigation, and they are wonderful sponsors are. of yeah. the Murraybridge Greyhound Racing Club and that community. Yeah, And um, I know Brendan didn't want to talk much at all, yeah. but he said some really um, really poignant words about his brother yeah. um, and what it meant to him. So it was really nice touch that the club had that race named as a memorial race for him. Um, And yeah, he said, and Rawlings had a really good night. And
1: yeah, it was an emotional moment, no doubt, when he spoke, wasn't it? And and you can tell that they are engaged, like they do love the racing as well. So it's great to have you know sponsors that that really enjoy uh, what they're involved with. So uh, look, terrific night. Um, The race itself, it was interesting. Not how I thought it would pan out. I thought the race would be from the back straight to the home turn, as we touched on. But, I mean, you probably nailed it a little bit. You're a bit worried about Panorama and being the early speed. And, gee, didn't he bounce beautifully straight to the front? And and the favourite Ravers Army just didn't at all get into the race, sort of missed the kick a bit and was never really there.
0: Yeah, I think we we did touch on Panorama, but I was more so so touching on that he might have then brought, or sorry, she might have brought other dogs into the race. Yeah. But she was good enough from the front, so she did have the blistering acceleration to get across, um, and so the race was was pretty much not done off the back straight. But obviously she had the strength to take it out. Um, yeah, Raver's Army. It's it's hard in those high pressure races. Box one normally would be would suit most dogs, but he does take that little bit of to get going, um, and then just was in the. Behind them Fantastic Dixie Doesn't seem to run A bad race Yatesy as yeah, well she, yeah. um, she got home for third um, But yeah It was a really It was a strong cup as well A good addition As we spoke about On the show last time And and certainly um, Well won by Panorama
1: What about the other Feature race We look back on The uh, the SA launching pad Our series final Was uh, a couple of weeks ago And taken out by Livet For Tony Rasmussen um, yeah. Take us through this race
0: <laughs> Well is. It was well one of the more even uh, launching pad finals that we've had. Um, what about the finish? Oh, it was a,
1: how good was it?
0: Well, it was uh, turning for home. There was five life chances, yeah. wasn't there? Ended up with Livett winning, um, d- just zipping uh, Highland second. Zipping high we had second. a triple
1: dead heat for third. Matho, uh, how often do you see that? Uh, I,
0: don't, I don't often see that too often. Mm. But um, they all went across the line together and. Livet certainly turned uh, their form around, haven't they? I mean, got plenty of ability. That was its third win in a row. And I think it seems to be getting better and better um, against stronger opposition. So it'll be really interesting to see um, how Livet goes, When we'll touch on later, yep. in the heats of the, of the big launching pad at Sandown. I think against faster dogs, this dog can go faster, so I'm really looking forward to see how the trip away, the racing, how it might improve liver for coming back to SA racing. But you know, take nothing away. I mean, got the job done in what was a what was a really good race.
1: Yeah, no, look, no doubt, uh, and the the key part as well, like just able to it wants to get off the track obviously early and. It's not easy to do. I mean, there were two or three greyhounds trying to push down and Livet was sort of holding its position and yeah. and then sort of able to to get around that first bend, which is going to be the, the interesting part, um, you know, at Sandown yeah. as far as the, the launching pad series is concerned. Um, well, mate, that's a look back and I'll tell you what, we better skip on because All we've right. got a real lot to cover. To uh, we've got the uh, preview of the Carlin and Gazard Mount Gambier Cup up next. The Preview Time for our uh, preview, Uh, the 2023 Carlin and Gazard Mount Gambier Cup on Sunday uh, at uh, Tara Raceway. That's Sunday week, the final. We've got the heats coming up this Sunday. Uh, Gates open at 11 a.m. Entry is free. Great day of racing for the the whole family. There's a canteen, bar, and uh, free kids' activities. It's always a great day, Matho, and this is going to be a very well-supported day. It's a big day coming up on Sunday. This is where they qualify to get their spot into the final the following week
0: yeah with seven heats uh, the heat winners will go through and then the faster second will get through and and in looking at the uh, nominations that we had you've got to tell you and i know it could be said every year probably but this is one of the strongest Gambier cup fields assembled for the heats that we've seen again seven heats yatesy that's that's fantastic for the club um full fields metro dogs from up this way, Angle Parkway, the local stars down in the southeast and yep. those Victorians that have come across, which always sort of come across this time of year for our group three feature, and it's real, made for a real interesting mix. They've got a lot of dogs who've never competed against each other on a track they don't all necessarily know too yeah. well. So the locals down the southeast, they, they hopefully will have an advantage here to, uh, to qualify, but the depth is amazing in going through each heat.
1: Yeah, it's a great point you make. And, and what's hard about that is how do you line it all up? I, I mean, like you said, there's so many variables in racing to begin with. But when you toss in an extra layer, like you're talking about newcomers to the track greyhounds who you can't really line their form up that strongly Um, you know do they improve or go backwards on on something they haven't seen before so look uh, intriguing stuff and and they've got a a big program there on Sunday and I thought we might just skip through and have a look at maybe the key chances I suppose uh, in in the heats of the Carlin and Gazard Mount Gambier Cup Uh, what about race 5 so this kicks us off this is the uh, first heat um, and we see the Oaks winner here your hero Bale going around it's got to be some sort of hope you'd think here
0: yeah, most definitely. I mean, she she's a standout. We saw her back in September of last year when the SA Oaks, her form on pay P8C has sort of tapered a little bit, it looks like, but she's been racing against the best of the best, I think. Um, Go back, you know, four runs ago, she ran second to Victor Damien in a heat of the Australian Cup. Well, that's
1: the form, isn't it? I mean, it you take a be. line through that, uh, then you sort of just label her. But you're right; like the runs subsequent, I, I, look, you could maybe argue a little bit of bother last run, but there was just nothing there, was there, in the Shepparton Cup? Heat. No. Uh,
0: the concern probably for for the connections is probably Box Four. To be fair, she probably she probably hasn't seen the track. Yeah. Um, she, she's drawn the squeeze box against some dogs who have got a fair bit of ability in the race. So she's gonna need some clear running early. And if she gets it, she's the class, yeah. no doubt about it. But did you pick anything that could actually get the jump on her? Oh, look, go- look, I'm
1: not sure. Obviously, Angus Keeping, who we saw here for the Champion Puppy yeah. Series, has drawn seven. It's probably got to be in the mix somewhere. Yeah. I like the run of Capra last run. I don't know how to line it up. It has been here and won before at yeah. Mount Gambier. But just the way he, he wanted to get off the track a bit, and he was smothered back on the rail. But he conceded a big margin and ran home really well. It was a bunch finish, so it's hard to know what to take out of that. But... I just really like the style of run, and I thought Blackpool Ryan might be able to improve. He really wanted the fence from the seven the other night, and uh, he goes to box three. Uh, Look, as far as the bottom end talent as to what he can run, I'm not sure. Your hero bar looks the top pick, but there are sort of a couple of others that I thought you might be able to work around. Yeah, no, I
0: think... uh, Luck in running is going to play a huge part, as it will in most heats. Um, it could be one of these heats, Yatesy. I think you could get a surprise bob up. It wouldn't surprise me if something like a Mr. Banjo, who's got really good short course form for Tracy Price, has drawn box eight. Yep. If it was able to bounce to the front, a little bit of interference, could pinch could pinch the brake on him. But I'm, I'm leaning a little bit more towards the class here of your hero, bow.
1: The second heat, uh, we see the Murray Bridge Cup winner here, Panorama. Um, probably a good time to bring up the bonus, actually, yeah. Matho. So there's a... An overall $10,000 bonus. Yep. Now, but the way that works is um, 5000 is allocated if the trainer is the same trainer that won the Murray Bridge Cup. Yep. And another 5000 is if it's the same dog that won the Murray Bridge Cup. So what we're basically saying here is, Ben Rawlings can obviously collectively get the 10 with Panorama. Correct. Or if he wins the Murray uh, Mount Gambier Cup with something else under his name, he'll get the five grand. Is that how it works? Yeah, most definitely. Yep.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's a really good innovation between both clubs and GRSA. And it, it encourages people to go to Murray Bridge to start with and if yep. you're good enough to win. And then if you've won the Murray Bridge Cup, again, Group 3 level, you can go to Mount Gambier Group 3 level. And, and Ben's got that opportunity this year. Um, and so he's got a few dogs in spread throughout the heats and so he gives himself every chance to qualify for the final and... As you mentioned, if Panorama in, in the second heat, who's going to be one of the big players. Yeah, you know? well, I
1: mean, she's drawn where she drew when she won the Murray Bridge Cup um, yeah. and hasn't been here before, which is the interesting part. But has yeah. got some speed on the outside. Shot of Brandy, who's been over the short courses recently. But yeah. um, look, she's got to make her presence felt here. I thought the other one in the race, look, could be the red Midnight Blast. Like done plenty of racing down there. He's yeah. been good time. He's won nearly half his races. And, and I think Box 1 will suit. He hasn't been down near the rail for a bit.
0: No, I agree. I think um, track uh, knowledge will help uh, Midnight Blast Blaster's drawn where where um, he wants to be. So he's definitely a big player. The other one, Yates, yeah, I did think Warfy out of the four. Yep. Again, I'm not sure how he's going to go from a squeeze box, but he was a good second behind Elite Alex last start, and that form does hold up. So, Well, that was a big
1: jump in grade for him, wasn't well, it, to, to go to that? He stepped yep. up,
0: ran time. Yep. It was a big run. He was at $17. Yeah. But... You'd think that that sort of form is not too bad through a heat of the cup. I'm just a little bit worried, though, about his his speed early, where he gets to. And I'm thinking the likes of Panorama might be able to get the jump on, on him early and Midnight Blast up the inside. So, yeah, uh, again, a really interesting heat.
1: And what about Mr. Anderson? I mean, time-wise, he probably hasn't got it on the clock to go with these, but he's been winning. And with Dan Gibbons now, I mean, what, what do you think there? Any any hope or not really?
0: Yeah, I mean, if you just looked at his Mount Gambier form exclusively before yep. going to Dan Gibbons, you'd probably say, listen, he's probably a, an... He's four or five lengths behind, isn't yeah, he? Like, that's yeah, that's right. But under the care of Dan Gibbons, he's, he's won his last two at Warrnambool and Geelong. i have got to expect improvement. And he does know the track. So, I mean, he's certainly in there with a live chance. So, I mean, he'd certainly be on the sort of the third and fourth line, I would have thought.
1: Uh, take us through the uh, the next heat, which is, we're up to, is it race eight? Or if I miss one here. Uh, uh, race, uh, seven. Uh, race seven. Uh, race this seven. Is a. I think this is a key heat. I, I think there's... A couple of chances, um, and and look, one that's obviously been just a couple of lengths outside the uh, the track record here in, in Aston Zebel for, yeah. for Dave Peckham. The other one I thought might be able to pull a bit of a run is, is lateral keeping yep. box six.
0: Listen, I think you, they're the, the, probably the two main players. I'll, I'll, we'll talk about Springvale Max as well yep. for, for Gavin Harris, who's ventured down there. But I think Aston Zebel for the Southeast trainers with Dave Peckham. I think that he's the main player. I think yep. for the for the group, he's been. In, amazingly good form a really strong winner last start yeah did you see that it, yeah. like, what about the power mid-race yeah. he's
1: just put them away
0: with with clear running from box one i think he's okay from box one he's won four of seven from the inside drawing. yeah and
1: so, he'll get out quicker than springvale max too yeah. like so he should just be right there
0: i think he's the hardest to beat full respect for Latrell keeping um for emily as a party last start winner at sand in 29-4 just that time alone puts it right in the mix um Emily and Matt Lanigan always produce their dogs at their best, so I expect um, him to run a big race. And Springvale Max, we know this dog really well. Um, Box 2 has to suit him. Absolutely. So he's got to find his way to the rail early, and that's when he does his best work. So I expect him to be running home. I do know that Gavin... Um, ventured down with uh, with his dogs last week to Mount Gambier. I'm not exactly sure how they went, but just to have a look at the tracks got to help. So no doubt he'll be uh, he'll be ready to run a big race out of the two.
1: What about the next heat? Uh, this will be race number eight. Uh, now I've got uh, look Titan Blazer. I thought had drawn its box. I, yeah. I thought it'd be okay from out there. We've got Springvale Matty resuming. Um, is this one Gavin took down last week? Yeah, Do you know yeah, it is? Yeah. So, look, she hasn't raced since November, but we know she's got the top-end talent if she's yeah. right to go. And the really interesting runner, I thought as well, is is Hooked on Love, who's got a really big motor. Take us through this.
0: Yeah. Oh, again, Titan Blazer's the class. Yep. Um, Titan Blazer was one of the favourites of last year's Cup. Ran third in a heat and didn't qualify. But he's a group one performed greyhound. His um, most recent one was through the Warrigal Cup Series. I think he was placed uh, placed there. But he races in all the big heats, um, this dog, and makes the final. So for Dan Gibbons, box eight, really, really hard to beat. Yep. He's got the speed. He should be able to get across. Um, Springvale Maddie, we know what she can do, um, resuming no doubt she'll be ready to run a big race. And like you said, hooked on love's got a twenty nine forty six at Mount Gambier. Yeah. See, they don't really go much faster <laughs> than that. That's going. Yeah. So plenty of ability there. I know Tracy price and Tracy price got a really good record with these sort of dogs that need that little bit of extra attention, like a giant's flash and yep. all of that. So he's, he's really done well there. So hooked on love. Hopefully um, he can run a big race, really inexperienced 11 starts only had the two wins, but expect it to run a big race. Um, the likes of a Velocity Lotus out of the four and Aston Malley have to be sort of chances, but probably more in each way. I'm leaning more so to, the again, the class here of of, yeah. our, of the dogs with Titan Blazer.
1: Yep, uh, that can be the way to sort of assess things in, in these sort of races, but sometimes it can be rose-coloured glasses a bit too, uh, can't it, Matthew, Where well, you, you sort of overestimate what they might be able to do, but then when it comes to getting it done on somewhere they haven't been, they're, they're a bit all at sea sometimes. I
0: suppose a little bit of it, for me, goes to what, Know what the final might look like. Yeah, good point. If he gets to the final, she gets to the final, you go, what a group three final. We're going to, we know that doesn't happen, Yatesy. We know that there's always one or two dogs that progress through a few upsets along the way, and you still got a really wonderful final, but not necessarily how you think it might have looked like at the start. Um, And that's probably going to happen here. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's always nice to think what it might
1: be as well. <laughs> uh, what about the next uh, heat, which is race nine on the program? So, um, look, we've got the consolation winner, Okeechobee Road, of the Murray Bridge Cup. We've got Springvale Roxy, who's been absolutely flying, obviously, at Angle Park. And, I mean, Var Kale really knows how to get around this track Drawn the two, doesn't he?
0: No, you've nailed it in three, I yeah. think. Um, what, a, what a good heat this one is. Uh, no, race nine on the program, not to be missed be really really interesting to see how Springbok Roxy goes at the mount yep. and we know what high speed she's got she's got to get out of boxes that she's unfamiliar with but I'm sure she was one of the ones that Gavin Harris took down cuz he does own her yes. so she would have had a look um Okichibi road couldn't have been more impressive in the consolation than yeah. at Murray Bridge um Look did have
1: the rail all the way though didn't he yeah. like he didn't have to go around anything so uh, look he was able to do it and and do it well but there was no obstacle so it was yeah. all at his best, I reckon, like for that. And look, can certainly come down and win this, make yeah. no mistake, yeah, for sure. And, and Lochinvar Kale, like that local uh, he does, knowledge. He is... does
0: seem to go his very, very best at Mount Gambier. Yeah. He's drawn two. So he's, he's unbeaten from box two. I mean, he's mm. going to be super hard to beat. I don't, I couldn't necessarily make a case for too many others in the race that could cause an upset. But that's, Yatesy, that is when an upset will
1: <laughs> uh You can write that down and take it home. No question about that. Now, what about the second last heat? Uh, this is race 10. Uh, we've got the runner-up of the Murray Bridge Cup, Tom, keeping here. Yep. Um, and look, what are the others? I, I sort of thought maybe Lecture Rhino yep. uh, off a last start win in Melbourne and maybe Springvale Rex um, might, might be able to do something.
0: Yeah, again, I think you've you've done all your homework there, Yatesy. You got the, all the main ones there. Uh, geez, I I liked um Electro Rhino. Uh, Rhino's been to Mount Gambier before um some time ago, but definitely has been at the track and
1: he hasn't won, but he hasn't missed a place. He's yeah, been placed four
0: or four there. Yeah, all in quick time. From, yeah, from what I can recall, and he returned to racing with a really strong win at Sandown over five ninety five. He ran um, second. Uh, in the Golden Sands in Queensland, um, after winning a heat, or it's actually ran, sorry, ran fifth in the final after winning his heat, and they're strong races at Albion Park, so he's a very strong dog. Box five should suit him. Um, Tom Keeping again. I'm not sure if that if he would have had time to see the trap, but it wouldn't surprise me if he has. Um, he was pretty impressive through the Murray Bridge Cup oh, yeah. series, most definitely. And I think they they've spoken about this litter that he was, at, at, um, early doors, he was sort of behind a lot of the, the the better ones in the litter, and now he possibly could be the best in the litter. Yeah. He's progressing that far. So expect him to probably take the next step. Springvale Rex, again, another one for Gavin Harris. Off the red. It's in Angle Park tonight um, over the over the 5.95, and then in, in a Mount Gambier Cup heat. Box one suits, but I just don't know if he'll have the brilliance early. He's been running over the staying trip.
1: Yeah, fair point. Uh, Look, the, the electra Rhino case as well, like you touched on the two runs back from that little break. So that got to be reaching sort of that peak fitness too, dropping back from the 5.95 last run.
0: Yeah, Dave Knocker, full respect with him as a trainer, so I expect him to be primed for a, a good race.
1: Okay, final heat race 11 oh, on right. uh, Sunday. Yeah, there'll be a spot left here. And uh, look, we've got Ben Rawlings again uh, chasing that bonus. Yep. Um, actually, no, uh, Sister Roberta oh, now yeah. with Tracy Price. Tracy. My apologies, yeah.
0: Yeah, and just on that, didn't... Uh, first up for Tracy, yeah. had an amazing time yeah. there out of the red yeah. last week. So, um, yeah, no, I mean, good performance. It was like that
1: Aston Zebra win, wasn't yeah. it? Those two wins were so similar, like at their last runs, the way they just really put the field away. Um, so, yeah, look, uh, what, what do you think here? Right, so, it, it's one of the hopes. I thought yep. I had the five and the six floating around, um, which is a Federal Flash. I yep. I thought you know really strong win last start, twenty nine sixty one. Um, that sort of time it would go around the place here. And Nero Valentino is one who, who's done some solid, consistent work over the, the track. Um, but what are your thoughts here?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's one of the most open heats. I've, I've actually probably looked a bit closer to the rails. Let's Win Coin, um, owned locally by Ed Burrett, has been going really good for the Sharps in Victoria and was a good last start winner at the Meadows. She does have good early speed, so I think just on on a natural talent, she could possibly lead this field. Yep, I think she'd be hard to catch if he does. Piscabo Bale from the Dan Gibbons kennel out of the one, probably um, a bit below his other top liners, but has really good forms, and and the the one will probably suit. But then, as as you mentioned, I'd, I'd be looking towards Sister Roberta and Federal Flash, who do go good. Nero Valentino, I, again, the significance for for him is he he virtually goes
1: around locally. Mount Gambier every every yeah. week. So okay, so seven heats. So winners go through, and then overall quicker second. That that'll be the scenario for the final the following it. week. It What's the race worth, Mathew? Yeah.
0: Well, it's twenty five or twenty six thousand of the winner, Group Three level. So over the last couple of years, we elevated Mount Gambier to the same as Gawler and Murray Bridge, which is really great for the club. And not surprisingly, we've got a wonderful turnout.
1: Mm. Uh, Also, New South Wales has got a bit going on, Matho. Coming up Saturday night, we've got the uh, heats of the... Golden Easter Egg, and right. uh, three representatives heading over there once again. Tony Rasmussen, sort of, he's travelling the world, isn't he, at the moment? He is. And why not? Uh, when you're up and going, and things are, are going well. I mean, they've they've done so well over a long period of time, and we get to see uh, Victor Damien again. Looking forward to that. He's in the second heat yep. of the uh, the Easter Egg. I think that's race three. It might be on uh, on Saturday night, but he's yep. he's drawn box eight, uh, right. coming through a a qualifying runner, a a look at the track in Perth at Cannington. So what do you make of it all?
0: Yeah, well, I think he's drawn, to be fair, he's probably drawn a very, very winnable heat for him. Yep. I mean, he's got Kelsey Bale probably as his main danger. And, um, you know, he should be able to beat Kelsey Bale out, who's drawn the four. She's got a wonderful um, run home time. But I think Victor Damon will be in front. He showed through the, the... derby series that he can come out of these boxes box eight shouldn't yeah. worry him he'll roll to the front i think a lot of good judges and hopefully both you yeah. and i are the same <laughs> are, are tipping him you can't not tip him yeah he's, he's the equal favorite for the whole thing yeah Batesy. so
1: what about his australian cup run though oh, like, i mean he, yeah. and he well, it was from the seven so uh, like the eight here's no problem yeah you, you know to yeah. do what he did there like yeah, no no chance of seeing him not winning, I don't think.
0: Bearing in mind, they're, they're heats to semi-finals, then a final. It's yep. one of the rare three-week Group 1 series on the Australian calendar. Um, normally, it's very cutthroat. You've got to win to get in. But on, for this, there's 10 heats of the of the golden Easter egg. So he can run first, second or third and still qualify for the semifinals. Yeah. But we expect him to win. I
1: it? would think so, yeah. Uh, Tony's got a couple of others. Queen of Scotch, now probably not ideally drawn. Box three in heat eight of the uh, Easter egg on Saturday night.
0: Yeah, we, we know she likes to get a bit wide, Yatesy. Mm. But um, she she went through the Futurity Series back in January when yep. she ran second in a in a heat, made the final and ran seventh in the final. Um, you've got to say she's going better than that. Um, better than when she was in January. Yeah, but I,
1: I feel like her last couple of runs haven't been her best. Like, yeah. I just felt she'd come back a half length or so, um, you know, recently. And I, I don't know whether the three's going to suit either because we know she does like to use a bit of the track. So, yep. um, yeah, look, I hear what you're saying, but just the last two runs haven't sizzled me. Do you know what yeah, I mean?
0: Yeah. No, I mean, she was in rare form um, through the um, the St. Ledger St. Ledger, yeah, um, yeah. And then she went, had that trip to Melbourne. Yes. And then she's come back, and yeah. she might just not take a bit of time. Well, I think she had
1: that. like I think she ran in Melbourne, and then like I think it might have been the Saturday, was it? And then yep. she was like here again on the Thursday. Thursday. So yeah. that was a pretty quick turnaround, and that's the night that I thought, oh, okay, I'll give her a little forgive there because of the the quick turnaround and yep. stuff. And then she had a subsequent run. I think she was only narrowly beaten in the end. Or I can't remember the margin. I don't have the form in front of me. What what was that race? Uh,
0: she was beaten when she ran, what, second? Or second, three,
1: yeah. Second? She, so she came back from Melbourne, got beaten, and then she was... one Yes. And she ran third, beaten three point two. Yeah, that was the run. So uh, she went back when she... So she was beaten when she came back, and then I felt she went backwards a bit in that yeah. next run. So... Okay. Um, Look, they're not going to be taking her there if they didn't think no. that. And far be it from me to, to, to say how how these greyhounds are going. Tony and Lisa know yeah. uh, far more than I would. But only on what I've seen on race night, I just thought it would come back a touch. Yeah. Uh, but why not take her there, as you mentioned, through um, through the series before? She's, has had success. She's seen the track. Yeah, she goes, correct.
0: She seems to go okay there. I agree with you. Box three is probably not, not great. But she has that good early speed. So yeah. I think if she can put herself in the race... Again, these are heats, as I said, to semi-finals. She's got to run top three effectively to, to keep going through the series. Um, I think she can do it. Yep. I mean, on her best form, she can definitely do it.
1: Yeah. Uh, Victor Marley, uh, box seven in a heat nine on Saturday night. What, what do you make of this particular heat?
0: Well, I've probably been slightly disappointed with Victor Marley in recent times that she's been getting beaten. However, when she was last at Wentworth Park, she did win a heat of the futurity and she ran a huge third in the final yep. from a wide draw. So I don't necessarily think she she loves a wide draw. I think she's probably a bit closer to the rail would suit. But she does have the early speed, which, again, puts her in the race. But I've just been taken a little bit by her getting beaten her last couple of runs yep. you know, over the short course without a lot of luck, and then her last two 500s. But um, speed at Wentworth Park it, it puts you in the race. That run to the first turn, you can pinch a break. You can get out in front. So, I listen, I think they're a live chance to qualify, but definitely Victor Damien's the, the pick of the three.
1: Yeah, really looking forward to that. So, that's Saturday night uh, in Sydney. Mount Gambier, you, you got ha- something there?
0: Well, did, we'll I like two. I, that, like two. I like two of us them. Aston Zebel. Yep. I
1: thought it'd be taking out its his heat. And I liked Lochinvar Kale off yep. the two draw. Unbeaten. It's won seven of ten there, or whatever it is. And. I thought it might be one you could you could take as well in the uh, in the cup heat. Okay, it's mm. gonna be
0: a big big meeting down there. I listen, I'll I'll go with um Titan Blazer yep. in the in the second heat, I think. Drawing the eight. I think
1: the box suits. Do you yeah, think so? Or? I do, yeah.
0: I think he's been there before, he's the class runner. I think he'll be short, I think, um Yates yep. in the market but Titan Blazer to to get the win qualify.
1: Oh, well, good stuff, Matho. Plenty going on. So uh, strap yourself in, mate. Good stuff, thanks. and we'll uh, we'll catch you again soon. Uh, thanks for tuning into the dog cast. <laughs>